0: Hello, everybody. This is Unanimous Indecision. I'm Joshua Troop. We're here yet again, talking about Wandavision episode three, and I cannot do this alone. I've got Ian Rizmando with me, hey, and for his first TV show review, Taylor Wilson's joining us on a Saturday.
1: And hey, clicking around. <laughs> <laughs> it's clicking hey. a lot of
0: stuff um but so first things first i do want to apologize that we are uh doing this live show a little bit later than the normal time of 12 p.m eastern time uh because i had a conflict that i didn't realize um hopefully we will be able to get it back to the normal scheduled programming uh normally but um otherwise uh this probably will be the backup time in the future. Um and maybe if I have conflicts too often, this will just become the normal time. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh but we'll we'll see. We'll we'll keep it the same for now. But that's kind of the growing p- pains of figuring things out uh still early on doing these live shows. We're still in the first month. Uh, give us a break. Yeah, we, still, no, just we still have excuses. I mean, give me a break. I was dying last week. no. Uh uh-uh. <laughs> uh good iron man 2 reference otherwise if you are new to the show uh this week we will today we will be reviewing uh wandavision episode 3 as we will be doing for the next foreseeable seven saturdays uh otherwise maybe it's eight i don't know uh otherwise on wednesdays at uh 5 p.m eastern we do uh, a weekly movie with some movie news movie reviews with some movie news. Um, so catch us there for a bit longer of an episode, uh, talking about just all kinds of movies in general. Uh, but let's definitely get into our WandaVision review. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm going to throw it to you, Taylor, first, uh, because even though episode three just came out, you hadn't given your thoughts on episode one and two. Um, so I just wanted to know, wh- where's your head at now? Not Now in color, where's your head at? Hey,
1: um with the whole show entirely
0: sure yeah i mean you're, you're not a, a crazy mcu buff you're still two movies short of the of the whole series i think i believe you haven't seen ant-man and the wasp and either of them incredible you haven't seen either it? no i showed you the first ant-man i'll say i think seen so. I, Hulk. I, i'm pretty yeah. sure I, I i the other one i believe is incredible hulk okay
1: i, I haven't seen marvel
0: Captain Marvel. Marvel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. There's a number of them I um, haven't
1: seen. Um, it,
0: it, it's not as many as you think, but, but it, we'll, uh, look yeah, on that.
1: we'll work on that. I, yeah, um, I got most of
2: them. Yeah. Are we had
0: 23 movies right now or 24? Uh, Far From Home's 23. Okay,
2: so Soul was Pixar's 23rd
0: movie. <laughs> sure. Which is,
2: which is, well, I know it's kind of cool because I was thinking, um, Pixar's been doing this since like 1990. Right.
0: Marvel's already passed in right,
2: up. right just
1: (laughs) um so WandaVision so I really like the show um I think it's definitely a great addition to Marvel as a series because like I feel like what they're doing with Wanda in this show it's not something that a movie would suffice for like like they're like what they're showing right now is Something that if it did appear in a movie, I don't think people would like it because there's too much happening. And there's like really like if you introduced this setting of like what's going on with her in a movie, there's no way you could resolve it in a timely manner to where it would feel uh, you would get validation from it from the audience as being like, okay, this was this was definitely fun to have. But like the show, it's great really like it i like that they're hopping between the decades with all the different styles um and i like that like you know we as viewers know something is amiss but it's fun to watch characters like play (laughs) into that as well because like that's that's kind of like any good um you know well i I mean not crime but like you know thrillers yeah do a good job of uh revealing information almost around the time that like characters within the show realize it. So right, it's fun, fun to like for you to realize it and then see the character realize it. And you're like, "Oh, I was right. Or like, "Oh, see, I knew it. Like in uh, WandaVision, like, I mean, the general premise of it uh, is, I mean, it's definitely kind of wild as a pitch. So it's like, what, what does this mean? What does any of this mean? Like, what is going on? Like, why are we getting this? So from the get go, we're, we're all curious. Like, why is any of this happening? Um, and I like that. Like we're, we're starting to see like the outskirts of like what we can expect to be reality, um, in this episode that just, uh, just occurred. Cause this was the first time that not only did we see things from within the show, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, that seem a, seem a, a what is it a miss? I mean, or, I mean uh, yeah, I mean, there's then, been like
0: one thing in each episode, but it's this kind was of a, this whole episode due to the pregnancy that like Wanda as a character kind of has to be hidden because <laughs> it mm-hmm. reveals to all their neighbors and friends that something is even more so amiss.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and what I'm referring to is we get to see Grenadine get shot out of the town into. <laughs>
0: nice.
1: What uh, is it, Grenadine? Geraldine. Nope. It's Geraldine. Is Geraldine
0: it, what you put in like drinks? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Drinks.
1: <laughs> Geraldine. Um. Yeah, and and that's the first like we're kind of getting like some confirmation that like okay this is something definitely like something's happening to wanda i'm not gonna say it's her or someone else but something's happening with her that is causing her to possibly be manipulating this town like because it seems like like it's fun to watch because it's like you we, we got confirmation that uh geraldine was an active player in this reality like almost monitoring her like trying to infiltrate and see what's going on. Whereas the other people it's like, are they involved or are they right. enslaved? And they're just <laughs> having to play the parts, you know, cause they don't know what's going on. And maybe they're being renaissance from people on the outside being like, yeah, she's very unstable. Don't do anything that could provoke <laughs> her right. or yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're finally starting to seep into that era or not area. Oh, I said era, but yeah, I
0: story. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I think I think your head's in a, in a pretty good place. Uh, you're thinking about a lot of things that even us the biggest fans are thinking about. So so I think you're on a good track. Um Ian, how'd you feel about episode three? Uh go for it, yeah.
2: I I liked it. Um I don't think this is my favorite episode so far. Uh, I, still yeah, think, I think episode one is probably still my favorite. I agree.
0: Um, however, episode one is so good. It's like I don't yeah. know. I don't know if it's just because it's the first one that <laughs> is the first thing we've seen it forever. Right. Like I was like, just like, I love this. this I don't know. The first and- one felt so consistent, and then when it finally breaks consistency, it's so intense.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, and that's what I was going to say. The 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 thrilling that thrilling scene of the dinner scene in episode one was like so crazy. And then like we get kind of those in episode two and three, but they're nowhere as, as intense as that first one. And it's not, maybe it's something about like, it goes from being like, and y'all probably talked about this in the first podcast, but like, it's like this happy go lucky, like heavily scripted fifties TV show. And then it cuts to like real, like, <laughs> like yeah. true crime realism almost in a way where it's like completely off script and it, it makes yeah. you feel like you're seeing something you're not supposed to see, which is what is like is. happening. Yeah, like right. it's and uh and, and and I think that black and white along with like it like even like the camera angles put you in a mindset of like the well yeah. the camera angles from before put you in the mindset of like the TV show. So when they cut away from it like it's it's like even that hits you of like oh crap like (laughs) this is like
2: i think every time every time every time they've changed the aspect ratio it's always been like this is this is big like the aspect ratio
0: change in this episode (laughs) where where, when we literally go from inside the bubble to outside the bubble that was great i was like whoa what's happening here Mm -hmm. (laughs) um Cause it's like the screen goes wider and then the top and the bottom rows get thinner. Yeah. And like get a modern way. screen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. It's done really well.
2: So one thing I want to quickly, I don't want to go into that right now. Do you now. think,
0: do you think it's going to be in future episodes where like potentially in episode four, we're going to get like a little outside the bubble and a little inside the bubble. Maybe I think we're going to start outside so, the bubble. Uh I, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, find out who those people were that find Geraldine, um, even though not it's gravity. probably sword and her name is Monica Rambeau. Um not uh, Geraldine, but that's okay. Um, you didn't see Captain Marvel, so it doesn't matter to you anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, do you think because of this aspect ratio thing, now, granted, we're going into the 80s next episode, I believe, I assume. Yes. Uh, which which would make sense if that Halloween episode, like we were saying, the Halloween episode makes sense to be the 80s episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if all of that is aligning for episode four. But then I wonder, going back to the aspect ratio, do you think we're going to be hopping back and forth between aspect ratios when we go inside and outside the bubble? And maybe it's only once if like, we get six minutes outside the bubble and then 15 minutes, like may, maybe it's not so much cutting back and forth and it's literally just sections.
2: I think if they do that too much, it will ruin. Yep. I agree. Um, so I think if, I think where that would work is if like we we're, we've got the, the wider aspect ratio from like more normal, what we're used to. And then if it zooms back in, like on that, that TV monitor using to see inside. And then we like, as there's like zooming into it, we
0: see the aspect ratio shift. It's kind of exactly what I was thinking is going to happen. Uh, it's, it's funny that we're on the exact same page, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like start outside the bubble, and then uh, Monica's being debriefed or whatnot, and then oh um, man, and then they show that dude watching the TV screen that we saw at the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. and then we just zoom into that TV screen, Matrix style, and that's now what we're watching. <laughs> right. um, oh man, I got so much to talk about. Did you
2: take any notes this time? Cause I took notes. I, oh, I, I didn't
0: take notes again, but uh, I imagine there's a lot. I, I've got some suspicions about things. Uh, a lot of things pulling from uh, WandaVision, sorry, uh, from Vision and the Scarlet Witch volume two comic book. Okay. Um, that I think is the, the most relevant especially to this episode um there, there's some other stories house of m but uh, that's kind of let a little bit I down feel, the road Yeah, so i feel like house of m uh, is down,
2: down the road and i have a theory about that too
0: uh but yeah go go ahead so so I'll, with my initial thoughts it uh this is simultaneously and, and that's why i think the first episode's so good it's simultaneously i think has the best parts of the show and the, and the worst parts yeah, of the, the show so far like the yeah the weakest um, the first half of the episode feels so goofy,
2: but I mean, like that's that's
0: the Brady Bunch. That's, that's right. Um, that, yeah. that, is, that is the Brady Bunch. But like, man, it's so goofy, and and I guess I'm just not into that. Uh, doesn't work for me. But then, like mm-hmm. the last half of the show, it's like, whoa, whoa, like, what's going? On? Once, once, literally, once Geraldine walks in the front door, I'm interested. Every,
1: right, everything starts like, going. The Oh, I thought you were talking about the um, the first half of the first episode for some reason. Oh, no, no,
0: no, no, no. No, I, I really like the first episode. I, I don't think yeah. that's goofy. It, I, I it that. makes,
1: I was going to say the first episode reminds me a lot of, uh, remember like the, who was it? it's live action Batman where he's in that goofy costume? Adam West. Yeah. Adam West. It remi- It gave me the feeling of Adam West Batman. Like yeah, it was
0: like, there's a little bit of that in there for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I was just before you started, Ian, Ian, I was going to ask, where do you where do y'all think? And this is y'all probably talked about this already in the earlier episodes. But like, how is Vision playing into all of this? Like, is he trapped as well? Or is he real? Is he a figment of her creation
2: or whatever? He's my thought. And I think this is kind of. All, all, but confirmed. So, like, I think he's a figment of her imagination. How? So, her powers of be, being able to warp reality. I mean, she in these in this episode, she literally makes things come alive. She makes the the butterflies come alive. She makes the stork come alive. So, she has the power to. She gives birth to children. She <laughs> gives birth to children that she didn't biologically yeah. create. Yeah. So, well, I guess in this, she's technically.
0: Yeah, she she she, yeah. she just rapidly just right,
2: right, exactly. <laughs> but um, so Vision is dead. Like in in the world, Vision is dead. Uh, however, in this bubble that we're in, uh, she has her mind, however, like upset and she's mourning lost loss, whatever she has created a version of him that has is now sentient. And that is what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it's like her ideal him, how she sees him.
1: OK, um, so do you think when he inter- when Vision interacts with other characters, she is subconsciously like? No
0: so i i think she imbued him with free will
2: (laughs) i mean if we're going down that route i that she she doesn't have control over his actions she doesn't see what he sees that kind of thing he is his own being uh just given form from by her right
1: she's kind of like a god then
2: she's a
0: goddess i mean mentioned in this episode (laughs) that that's kind of spurred uh exactly what you just pointed out. Uh way back when when they were talking about Captain Marvel coming out, they were like, She's gonna be the most powerful um superhero in the Marvel universe, and she's a woman. And everyone was like, You already have the most powerful superhero the universe, <laughs> and she's a woman.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: you've just been hardcore nerfing her um until mm-hmm. today, mm-hmm. when they finally get to let her loose, um, doing doing WandaVision things. Yeah. Mm-hmm so i'm just gonna run through some of the things that i put in roughly chronological order
2: in this episode and stop me when you want to talk about something
0: yeah go for it
2: uh so this uh the title episode or like title like the title now in intro now in color but yeah. i mean just like make like the intro of the episode
0: correct me if i'm wrong just Fantastic. before I, i'm go already gonna interrupt you because That's you haven't perfect, even started it's correct fine me if i'm wrong but last week the episodes didn't have titles <laughs> I could have sworn on Disney Plus they were not titled. I don't remember. Are they now? I. They are now. Episode one and two have titles.
1: What are they called?
0: Uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I, I've got they it they here. Exist. Uh, um, it's the first one filmed, is- filmed before a live studio audience and don't touch that dial. The second one um, does
1: not ring any memories.
0: I don't know why it's called "Don't Touch That Dial." It's probably a reference to uh, the, the sitcom. Something. Maybe the radio. Um, but, but Mm. either way, They they were not named episodes last week. And when I went on, uh, to watch episode three, I was like, they do have names. I was actually going to complain about that this week.
2: I think I I enjoy
0: the Mandalorian having names. You can hint at things with it. Sometimes even reveal things. Uh, such as the Jedi, the rescue th- those tell you a little bit, what's going to happen filmed before live studio audience tells you about WandaVision. So I appreciate mm. that they rectified that.
2: <laughs> I I'm pretty sure I, I have an idea of what don't touch that dial means uh, at this time, TVs didn't have remotes. So you had to turn a knob, a dial on the thing. And so commercials would be like, don't touch that dial. Like don't turn off. Mm. Um, Cause if you, if you move the dial, you go to
0: a different station, which is interesting so. though, because he has a, some sort of remote in the first episode
2: maybe i don't know but that's that's uh where i, where I think that's coming from
0: although right. i'm pretty sure ice makers being built into your refrigerators also did not exist in the 70s so <laughs> she's coming uh, up with excuses i <laughs> didn't even fancy. realize
1: um there's a trend with these episodes about the commercials uh, yes. i knew that there was a trend but like yes. It's, so the first one has the Stark Industries toaster oven. Then the right. uh, second one has the
0: Strucker uh, watch.
1: Yeah, the Strucker, Strucker, whatever. And that's Strucker. the guy who experimented on her, her right. brother. Absolutely. And, and then we get the Hydra Soak bath powder. I think that's the one that made me realize like, oh, yeah, these these uh, this is a Maybe thing. Maybe these like, are
0: important.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um,
1: want to talk
0: about
2: that when we get to that.
1: That's important. Yeah, Y'all were talking about sword agents or whatever. Yes. It says that in the description of the show. So I think that's kind of, I guess we can say
2: that. That's I, I
0: mean, it, it's definitive. The helicopter yeah, yeah. has a sword on it. The, oh, okay. the had one on his back. On his uh, back.
2: In this episode. Uh, and then
0: uh, Geraldine's necklace is a sword.
1: Oh, okay. But, that's what that's. Important. That's why she's like,
0: where'd you get that? Because she saw it on the helicopter. She saw it. Clearly she knows. So right are sword good guys forward. or bad guys? All right. So. Uh sword, uh one of our good friends was asking me about this uh recently. So sword stands for uh, sentient weapon observation and response division. I don't know why it's called that, if I'm being honest. Other than the fact that sword what's what's a thing that's commonly found with swords? Shields. Spear oh, never mind. Guess what? Shields also mean something in Marvel. Um, Shield is the strategic homeland intervention enforcement and logistics division. I got it. One um, and Nick Fury, obviously, super involved. Um, do you remember the end credit scene of Spider-Man: Far From Home when it's revealed that Nick Fury and Maria Hill were actually Skrulls? They mm-hmm. they turn into green people. I guess you don't know what Skrulls are since you didn't see Captain Marvel. But um, and then we c- and they are calling Nick Fury and they leave a message because he doesn't answer. And then we get to see Nick Fury yeah. on this like crazy spaceship.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so. I'm reading the sword description, and I I do remember that how like the Nick Fury was like this alien guy, which I'm guessing is a scroll. Right. Is a scroll,
0: and Nick Fury is actually on a sword ship. Yeah, which is going to be so basically, you can kind of loosely uh, think about it like the FBI and the CIA. Mm-hmm. where S.H.I.E.L.D. is the FBI working on, like, homeland threats. Now, this is a very American example. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, but where the FBI, S.H.I.E.L.D. work on homeland threats, it's just the homeland is Earth, not just the United States. And then S.W.O.R.D. works with foreign threats or extraterrestrial threats in this case. Uh, that's mm-hmm. why they operate in space. Um, now, comics books-wise, um, in charge of sword are some notable shield agents uh but also captain marvel is probably i i I think in recent comics she now commands sword um Mm. with several other heroes um even other heroes we know are coming the ultimates team um that was recently introduced uh to solve the problems that no one has solved yet such as galactus they solved the problem of galactus uh, that, so that's, actually up, a, a really, music. that's actually a really, <laughs> that's actually a really, that's a problem of Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Um, that's actually a really good story. I really like the explanation they give back Galactus. Um, but, uh, the Ultimates involve Black Panther. Blue Marvel is a guy, um, who has some really interesting powers. Um, he's actually one of my favorite superheroes in the comics. He, his the way he thinks is very cool um very rational and then uh captain marvel of course uh miss america chavez who we know is going to be in dr strange too uh trying to think who else i know i'm missing like one or two more um oh photon monica rambeau is uh is on the ultimates which operate out of swords base um so monica rambeau having that connection i guess leans further into that um and if you don't know who Monica Rambeau is, just as an extra clarification, Monica is the child of Maria Rambeau, who was in the Captain Marvel movie. Those uh, who friends was in, the, uh, the wing, Air Force. Um, co-pilot? Not co-pilot, but the the wingman. That's what you call him, right? I guess. Um, the wingman of uh, Carol Danvers of Captain Marvel and her uh, where Captain Marvel's uh, pilot name was the the Avenger. Avenger. Um, Maria Rambeau's was Photon, which is the name that Monica Rambeau, when she gets her light speed traveling powers, uh, she takes on the name Photon because she travels at the speed of light. Um, So that's a little quick quick breakdown on it. Um, There's this really funny comic that there's this shield around the Baxter building. um, And she's like, well, I could probably phase through it. I just need to find the right uh, the right form of light to pass through and she just like flat out runs straight into this wall like 20 <laughs> times in different forms of light and then they realize that like the way the wall is made that light will never be able to pass through it and so it's just a waste but uh, it it was really good if light can't pass um, through you should be able to But excited. yeah so so swor- sword 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 so um, we're doing now. You- You can kind of think of a space shield. Um, You don't need to put too much thought into it um, for right now, at least. It's interesting that sword is the one dealing with this threat though. I think it's because they, I I don't know if it's because they're trying to distance themselves from shield due to the agents of shield show.
1: Uh, It's, I was reading that it said that shields wanted to, so when agents of shield was running, they wanted to incorporate sword and marvel declined right yes so maybe they have future plans for sword um and that's this yeah 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 yeah. so i i'm I'm guessing it's like maybe their mentality is oh we lost shield so maybe we'll just save sword and kind of use sword for our creative works because even
2: even in universe um, shield doesn't have the best reputation Mm -hmm. uh they kind of got in the mess with the the United Nations the Hydra, and, and, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if swords, try, if they're if they want to use sword right now, and if swords kind of picking up where shield left off, because yeah, not sword really is basically right the
0: rebranding of shield in the MCU. Because that's shield, what I'm thinking. Shield yeah. doesn't really exist anymore, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> d- despite the Agents of Shield show, that's not canon.
2: Uh,
0: However, um, I believe there's a reference to
2: it in this episode
0: uh i think you you might be right i can't i i don't remember what it is but uh when i saw it i was like mm, is it it's pretty obvious <laughs> so, um all right we uh, ready to run through uh, some stuff yeah let's um it to those of you listening to us if you ever have thoughts comments questions theories throw them in the chat we'll we'll get to them um and but otherwise ian why don't you run us run us down
2: all right. Uh, in the intro sequence, so this is very much like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Except we get a lot of hexagons, which a of hexagon. have a couple different means meanings within Marvel. I mean, uh,
0: she's also a witch. Hexes, she is a witch. Exactly.
2: Right? Hex, Hex magic is sometimes what one magic is called. So that might be a reference. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, let's see. I couldn't come up with much about anything with the name of the doctor, Dr. Nielsen. Uh, might be a reference yeah, to on the show. I don't know. Uh, but I did think it was interesting is he mentioned uh, after checking up with Wanda at first that he was taking the wife on vacation to Bermuda, uh, which is kind of home to the Bermuda triangle, which is also called the devil's triangle.
0: That's Maybe. pretty good. Um, so the thing, although I guess it's after that. So, so I'll let you continue. Cause you'll probably get to it. Maybe if I don't, that's a, that's a good observation though. Um, Cause just, I did think that was weird. I was like, of all places, <laughs> Bermuda in right. the in the seventies. How many people were going there in the seventies?
2: Right. Um, next up, we see uh, Herb uh, like cutting, uh, like trimming hedges, cutting down into the wall, and visions like, "Hey, you're you doing good. You mess it up there." And Herb's like, "I seem to be," and just like keeps cutting. Um, <laughs> it kind of feels so. It seems like he's glitching almost. Not necessarily, I'm not saying this is a simulation, but like something within like the the magic that's messing with their minds or whatever, it seems to be fluctuating. This might be the first instance that we see that Wanda's pregnant.
0: Well, has the The doctor already visited? Oh, no, that's right. You're right.
2: Sorry. But I mean, like the first like a sign of a magical oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. issue. Beyond not necessarily like, yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's under conscious that. control.
2: Uh, and it might've seems like he's, he's trying to like wake up or trying to remember. Cause like later on we, we see that he has a little bit like a, yeah, whatever. Um, we see Agnes uh, wearing a necklace with a pendant. Uh, so this right. is the first time like, something I think important with a necklace happens. Uh, and if you zoom in, her pendant has three silhouetted figures, one taller in the middle and two smaller ones on the sides. Yeah. So I was thinking, and I think this could be two things. Uh, it could be Wanda and, and her kids, Speed and Wiccan, or it could be Mephisto, and Speed and Wiccan.
0: Yeah, and either either way kind of work, um, <laughs> as, as what it is. Um, but like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I I think it's more likely. Uh, it's tough to say if it is to
2: mean something, which I think it is, considering the the. the designer i, I think the, the way
0: the way i'll say it is today i interpret it as wanda and speed and wiccan but the moment mephisto actually shows up it will mean mephisto and speed and okay wiccan. okay um uh
2: obviously we get the names the the names billy and tommy
0: uh right so so billy and tommy uh um, yeah
2: i'm gonna talk about this maybe
0: so uh, what was the conversation? Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Ian and I have debated this because <laughs> it's like everyone writes about it differently. So unless you go and read the comic book, you you you'll only get piecemeal of it. Vision and Scarlet Witch had two volumes of a comic book series. In the first comic book, um it was mostly about Wanda's parentage, about Magneto. Um, the second volume was about her children billy and tommy um and we eventually find out in that comic book and this might spoil the show (laughs) because there is source material if we're Uh, right
2: you have been warned (laughs)
0: uh, there is source material for the this sort of thing um billy and tommy was the name of the infant children that wanda had uh in the comic books but it's eventually revealed that um pieces of mephisto's mephisto is basically the comic book devil um pieces of mephisto's souls were fragmented apart and even though wanda was able to create children it was with mephisto's souls so she literally gave birth to like (laughs) devils um even though uh it wasn't a measurement of them uh, but then, by the end of the comic, they couldn't book run,
2: live. They couldn't live without bits of Mephisto's soul in them.
0: Right. By oh. the end of the comic book run, um, after the main writer that actually introduced all this killed uh, them off, <laughs> and then um, a- after the new comic book writer killed off the children, um, they didn't completely abandon the storyline and they actually introduced the so mephisto tries to reabsorb um, his soul fragments but he ends up not being able to because he's so weakened from the previous battle that had actually split his soul in the first place Uh, which interestingly enough was with franklin richards which is mr Fantastic's son Uh, but the uh so then those souls that that's the last we hear them until about two years later in the comics where we get introduced to these characters speed and wiccan also named billy and tommy and speed has the powers very similar to quicksilver wiccan has powers very similar to scarlet witch um so they realize and not only does wanda realize it but magneto realizes it and basically they all kind of start to recognize each other as family, that uh, Speed and Wiccan realize that they are the reincarnated souls of Wanda's dead children. Magneto welcomes them as his grandchildren, um, and that kind of all goes into house of them kind of stuff. But uh, the interesting thing is that uh, Wanda goes to like a psychiatrist later in the story, And she's talking to the psychiatrist and she explains a lot of it.
2: That's going to be one good psychiatrist.
0: (laughs) And when um, when she gets to Speed and Wiccan, she admits that it doesn't quite make sense because Speed and Wiccan are teenagers. Her children were only infants, and that was only two years ago or however much time in the comic books. And so she admits that there's probably either one of two scenarios to have taken place. The first one uh, we kind of saw in Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> interestingly enough, which is that the souls uh, of her billion Tommy replaced the people that were living in those bodies. And those people just died. Um, she admits that that could be the truth. That could have been what happened um, is that those the real billion Tommy, the real Speed and Wiccan just died and her children's souls took over those bodies the other thing she suspects is what if those souls traveled back in time to be raised by billy and tommy's actual parents uh biological parents i should say uh but we're still the souls of wanda's children which are still kind of mephisto um but so so it becomes very interesting but basically, by the end of it, none of them really care anyways, and they just regard each other as son and mother, <laughs> and regard each other as brother, uh, regardless. And they become very prominent members of the Young Avengers, which a lot of people have been suspecting for some time that the MCU we are is getting... <laughs> building towards. Um, So we'll, we'll have to wait and see how much we fully get. But that kind of goes into something that I was thinking, though, is that the pregnancy book that um, Vision is reading. Now I was trying to look at it and I couldn't find exactly what pregnancy book it is. Maybe maybe it's a real book. Uh, I figured Uh, it was. And so like, I was like, maybe it's just a real book with a red cover. And so it is what it is. But I was like, but they could have chosen any pregnancy book. It's not like that's the only pregnancy book in human existence. So they distinctively chose one with a very red color. And last week we were talking about why the color red is important. Now it was very easy to know why it was important when the rest of the show is black and white. Mm -hmm. Now this is now in color. So maybe it's not as important. Maybe I'm stretching things. Maybe it's just a real book and that's the one they chose, but they chose a red book. We talked about how red is very significant to two characters, which are related to the show. One is a Scarlet witch Wanda literally in her name the other person that red is important to is Mephisto whose souls are in the children. So it's interesting that they're reading a red pregnancy book. If the red skin, the red cover of the book, red skin of Mephisto related to the pregnancy. Um, I thought that was really interesting. If that's the route they choose to go. um, I'm yeah. So it is a real book. I'm pretty sure you're in cause I didn't hear that. Hey. are you muted
1: oh I was my <laughs> mic was uh, and vision's red
0: <laughs> yeah I, I, I've i been trying to decide whether vision being red is something or not I can't I haven't totally decided one way or he's the other
1: he's more crimson or like yeah. burgundy right yes.
0: right I mean in age of Ultron he's almost purpley <laughs> right he okay. changes color just like Thanos does just like Thanos yeah uh, so that book
2: is a real book. I'm pretty sure it's Pregnancy, the Psychological Experience, which came out in 1973. Um, it's weird that it's that worn. Uh, it came out in the
0: 70s. Uh, but who knows? Well, I mean, maybe it's the only pregnancy book in that suburb. So they got all the Someone gets pregnant. But isn't that something interesting? We're three episodes in. There's been this crazy emphasis on children. And yet Wanda's children are actually the first children we see.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. the other children are sacrificed, man. Come on.
0: <laughs>
1: Maybe chief. it's worn because that's how she perceives the book or remembers the book. Because if she's manifesting it, then
0: it could be just her. Like, Yeah, her. it could be. I think it's I, – I don't know if it being worn is actually – I don't know if that matters. I don't think that matters. Um, <laughs> I mean, I am that's the only one about... they could find for a right. <laughs> That's. <okay. laughs>
2: I think you're onto something about – I mean, I guess uh... they could have rebounded. About, well, also, also I will say uh that book doesn't have a red cover like in in our world. Oh, so even more uh, so, <laughs> it has a it has like a whitish beige color uh with a silhouette of two pregnant women back to back. Oh, uh, which is definitely not the cover of this no. book. And honestly, yes. uh, on so the cover even of this more book, more so. There you so go. So I will say I don't have the shot here. I might be able to find it, um but on the cover of that book, it looks. If you if you're if you're being uh, if if you're going out on a limb, it could be Mephisto on the cover because there's like a very hooded figure.
0: Dude, I was trying uh, to look at that and see if it was Mephisto, but I was just like, do you know what? I I can't tell one way or another. That could be anything. Like I it's wish- just like dependent. Where I was like, it could be, it could not. Um, I I guess leaning into it, it would make sense if it was, but
2: Mephisto. I wish just let me zoom in.
0: Yeah. Um
2: so you brought up something interesting about not there not being any kids. Uh at the end of the sh- episode we see uh we see the Westview sign and with a little bit of squinting you can it's make out right yes from the outside, yes. You can make out the population. Uh oh, which is like yes yeah. it's, it's uh 2892, I think.
0: <laughs> it um, changes to ninety-four while we're watching. <laughs> no. <laughs> it doesn't.
2: Well there's something else that's interesting about that scene. There's two things that are interesting about that scene uh which one we'll get to at the end when, when we get there the other one is you can actually see a house so from outside the barrier you can see a house meaning and this shouldn't have been up for debate but at least it's confirmation that this is a real town uh and, and it's not something like she didn't just go out to a field and create a town like this this is a real town in new jersey right um yeah. okay moving on through the show uh vision says align all the world to stage all the men and women merely players which uh, I immediately got as a reference to Shakespeare, but I don't remember what he, play it's from. He
0: literally says Shakespeare said that.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I about <yeah, assuming laughs> all the world's state, Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, I don't remember the name of the play. I could probably Google that to find out. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, which I didn't. Um, but I feel like that's. I thought of, that was
0: just something Shakespeare said, like as a person, like outside. No, I'm
2: pretty sure. You place. know what? I'm gonna now Google it. I'm pretty sure it's from a play. Oh. We're, we're gonna take yeah, the time to know. do that.
0: Yeah, um, But. Yeah, I mean, him doing that, wanting to name, I, I thought that was kind of funny because like in the comic books, I've never pictured Vision as an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, Vision is played by Paul Bettany, who is an Englishman. And it's then it's of the really funny that he wants to name him Billy. And I, when she says Tommy, an American name, I'm like, Billy is an American name. But then I'm like, oh, wait, Billy is William. William, William. is an English name. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> the the line is from the play As You Like It.
0: Oh, Okay. So, I go. had known the quote, did not know the play.
2: <laughs> uh, exactly, the same. Uh, so I have a feeling that's kind of in reference to the fact that they're stuck, like all the world's a stage, they're right. all places the whole stage.
0: Thing I mean, it be sure. really it's a whole Truman show of it all.
2: Right, right. Um, next, I mean, right right. in that scene, we get uh, Wanda making monarch butterflies, like her, her the baby right. the come to life. everything. Yeah.
0: So this actually might be in reference to Doctor Strange?
2: Because when when the
0: doctor strange when the ancient
2: one does like shows him the power of the Cosmere or whatever uh there's like that in there's a a monarch butterfly in space that he goes to touch before he gets shot back down
0: huh I wonder what the significance of that is
2: no idea um maybe it's just maybe that's another tie saying hey these two properties are gonna be connected
0: butterflies are
2: Mephisto (laughs) that's it uh something I wrote down here uh is able to bring non living things to life
0: correct
2: that's the butterflies the stork and then i
0: and then i wrote vision <laughs> question
2: mark ralph question mark right ralph is because i still dope. think ralph's probably dead
0: <laughs> right um, or Agnes is just having a ton of fun right <laughs> hey um he i, I anyways <laughs> yep. uh, i
2: think the funniest scene in this episode is when the power goes out and we go to <laughs> phil and Dottie's house and Dottie's like Did Do these earrings make me look fat like it's out he goes oh yeah. thank god <laughs> what was what was that in there
1: it's for like other a than weird just
0: cut away because they're not in this show this episode like at all yeah. oh thank
1: god <laughs> well at the very beginning he's like walking away right
0: like, yeah vision says hi to him and herb i think
2: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. It, it, but
2: yeah just
1: <laughs> oh thank god that was so um, funny
2: that was that was <laughs> hilarious something else so there's something else that's important in this which i which is i think a reference to hydra in this scene <laughs> uh no a blink and you'll miss it he's reading a newspaper uh which the like main headline which i this has to be a really small town uh the main headline is two fire hydrants added on main street however the way that like the newspaper is folded uh it all it says is hydra like the nts of that word is is on the other side so i don't know if that was on purpose or not but i feel like it probably was huh
0: that's um cool. yeah so that's kind of cool um, How do you think, uh, okay, are we still going with, because that's outside of a commercial, right? That's we, outside of a commercial, uh, yes. We were saying that the commercials are representing uh, Wanda's journey f- since we were introduced to her. Likely. Um, that originally, uh, Taylor, you weren't here for this, but actually uh, I, I showed Taylor the Legends episodes before we watched episode three. Okay, um, good. So, Wanda's uh, parents were killed by Stark weapons. So the first commercial is a Stark Industries toaster. Mm-hmm. Then she was uh, captured, recruited by uh, Strucker to be experimented on. I think she volunteered. Uh, but so the Stru- yeah, I think yeah. you're right. They did, they did volunteer. Um, but then held prisoner. So basically, yeah. Uh, and so the Strucker watch. Strucker worked for Hydra. And so the Hydra Soak.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um i guess the next one then because i feel like we're kind of caught up now so the next one in theory should be ultron related uh (laughs) if if that's what we're going with um otherwise Ultron vacuum otherwise they'll just be done with commercials i don't know I
2: (laughs) i really like this i love looking at the commercials um the next thing i thought was pretty important and this is this is big uh this is very similar to when we saw the beekeeper come out and then wander a the first time so vision at this point i started to realize that something's not quite right uh and he uh he starts talking i don't remember, I don't remember the line i didn't write it down but wanda looks like panicked he eventually says something is wrong and yeah. she like glitches time like the cut is done on purpose though the music changes uh and it goes back to the beginning of the conversation and, and then he says something different which right is big she's trying to right. avoid the topic she just wants to fit in, and I feel like she's worried that he's learning too much because he might like realize the he's right? Not real. Um, and then we get to the commercial, <laughs> right? Catch this is course. big. Uh, so the commercial, there's the line from the narrator, the person speaking: "Escape to a world all your own, where your problems will just float away. When you want to get away, but you don't want to go anywhere, and then find the goddess. of bubble." <laughs> go <up. laughs> make a bubble uh so hydra soak i feel like this is a big reference to phil colson in the framework where where uh the hydra yeah. soap uh seeks chem- seeps chemicals into your bloodstream and, and oh, implants right. false memories. right and so he makes his own soap now
0: <laughs> that's right so <laughs> Maybe, i feel like this yeah.
2: is a big reference to that uh um, definitely
0: could be which goes to what i hope is that the first four seasons of Agents of shield are canon they can <laughs> get rid of the other three but uh, <laughs> what do you mean? There's more than four seasons? <laughs> they blipped away after season four. Exactly, they got snapped
2: out. Uh, and I think the the tagline for this commercial, "Find the Goddess Within," is kind of t- uh, going to what you said, Taylor, that she's practically a god. Um, she she's the ruler of this little reality that she's created.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. Even if there is someone pulling the strings, she's the one in charge. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Um,
2: She's the maker.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, And then your favorite part of the show, when it starts to pick up, when uh, Geraldine comes over and and asks for a bucket. Like that, once she walks in the door and things start going sideways. Uh, I don't think there's anything important about the job she's working.
0: No, I I don't think so either. Um, But that's my point is that like, either she is the greatest, like, Actress, actress. like in-world actress, who's actually a sword agent. (laughs) She's supposed to be a secret agent, but she's fabricated this this whole story. Living in her reality, that's why I, I think so. My leading theory with everything that I think fits, okay, um, and explains everything we've seen so far is that everyone kind of knows they're in a bubble. That they can't totally get out. But they had uh, certain portions of their memory wiped. Mostly the portions, anything relating to like world events of the Avengers. Right. Because That's why I mean, Vision n- everyone's pretty, okay uh, with knowing that there's a man named Division. That's okay. That's a normal yeah. name. Um, and everyone's okay with Wanda who was a fugitive from the Lagos incident and then all of civil war um, and so on and so forth. There's also no mentioning of anything of Thanos and whatnot. And still somewhat after that. And so like, so I think she's wiped everyone's memories, just a little bit of the Avengers stuff and Monica Geraldine. She's not from this town. That's why she has no home. She's a sword agent. And at the very beginning, so, so I, I, gather that we, the moment we, the, where the show picks up, that's the beginning of the bubble in, in the, um, in the opening, uh, theme song, they drive into town. Okay. I think that's literally the beginning of the bubble. Okay. Um, and so they haven't been there for very long. The, the neighbors are talking about these nefarious characters cause they know, that's something's there's, wrong there's some sort of bubble thing that like they they can't leave they don't want to leave this that and the other thing uh, other weird things are happening uh in this small town of two thousand people um that are just unexplained except for wand and vision are weird but otherwise i mean we don't know that they're avengers they're just weird people um the moment that Geraldine slash Monica walks into the bubble, her mind partially gets wiped. She forgets she's a sword agent. She forgets that her mission. That's why when Wanda meets her, she's kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing here at the meeting right. with all the other women. I don't know what I'm doing here. She asks for her name. She hesitates. Uh, now maybe she just makes up a name because she makes up a name. Um, or maybe Wanda has kind of assimilated her into the system. And what what do we see at the end of episode two? We see the beekeeper. Well, what if the beekeeper was actually a hazmat suit? Yes. Which is very similar. I think
2: that's big. Um, quickly to, to add on to what you just said. If 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 Monica was sent in on, an, on a mission, like she was sent in to go infiltrate this, to either get Wanda out. Uh, figure out what's happening figure out what's happening she's a scout for the main force however it's going on but when she goes inside as you say her mind is partially wiped so she forgets her mission
0: so she's no longer responding she's not
2: right if she was supposed to check in like every 12 hours or whatever however they wanted to do it and she misses that what's the next thing you do because you don't know what's going on inside this bubble you send in someone in a hazmat suit right who probably gets into the sewers because the sewer leads out of the right town
0: and so 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 the idea is that i guess the hazmat suit is a certain level of protection.
2: <laughs> well, my, th- my um, thought for that was, I think, like, and, if you don't know what's going on, because literally this person, th- this being in here can warp reality. So you don't yeah, know yeah. what is going on. You want to make sure that you have...
0: But it kind of safe. seems like, even though we don't get a whole lot of that, like the way he quickly glares at Wanda in a very nefarious way, just before she resets everything, it kind of seems like he's still on mission. Yeah, well, I think... And I think it's because of the protection of the hazmat suit. Maybe. Whereas Monica walks in without it, or she takes it off because she sees everyone else walking around without it. Yeah. Um, what one way or the other, um, the hazmat suit keeps your memories intact or something. Now we don't know what happened to that guy. Um, maybe it's the same thing that happened to Monica by the end of this episode. Um, but so her, her memories wiped. And then, she goes through the events of this episode, and she's like, "Oh, I'm sure there's a logical explanation for all this weird stuff going on in your house. There's gotta be because this is too crazy um and then it's not until now remember Monica being a sword agent, she would have been totally debriefed on Wanda's backstory on her history, uh namely on vision, on Quicksilver, pH- on Ultron, and so it's not until Wanda mentions her brother, Pietro, she could have mentioned Pietro to anyone else in the bubble. It and that, they would have just been like, Oh, okay. But because but this, Monica was briefed on it, she hears Pietro and part of her memory seeps back and she goes, Pietro Ultron. And she makes that it? connection, And so she makes that comment, which really ticks Wanda off. Um, and so then we get the bad stuff. And, and so that, that's why I'm kind of thinking right now. Um, is that but but at the same time they all kind of have to know that they are in the bubble because of Herb's stuff that happens in this episode where he's like trying to tell Vision he's like we're all uh, we're all I don't know how to put it to words but we're all <laughs> uh,
2: she came here because we're all right that, and so s- that's the line that he says about Geraldine she came here because we're all and he couldn't get out the last word either stuck trapped enchanted charmed however yeah.
0: And it's really interesting because that conversation, the way it almost feels is that at least like kind of from assuming that Agnes is still this nefarious character, it almost feels like they're trying to pin certain things onto Geraldine. So that if Wanda and Vision like come a little bit too, they blame Monica. Mm. Um, It it really feels like Monica's now out of the bubble. So we'll see. How that continues? It really feels like so. I think
2: there's two possible situations with Herb. Either he's trapped in there, and like they they know he, along with the citizens, know that something's wrong. They they're kind of trapped. They can't leave. Um, the doctor says that like small towns, it's really hard to escape, escape <laughs> uh, which really puts him on edge. Puts Vision on edge. Um, and Herb says he says like she came here because we're all stuck, or we're all, we're all whatever. Right um and so either so he knows on some level that vision and water are doing something. Um or he's in on it with with Agnes, which is probably less likely, but like they seem to be chummy colluding. Um and Agnes seems to have some measure of control or power over her because like she says stop it, which is the exact same line that Mrs. Hart used in episode one uh when she starts freaking out going stop it stop it like to to wanda interesting um and she like glares at herb herb I he don't say herb um and
0: <laughs> it's an interesting name
2: and they stop also also behind behind herb looks like a backdrop it looks fake. <laughs> I don't know if you, you notice that but it looks it looks absolutely like like the Wizard yeah. of Oz where you can see the wall where it came down. Well, yeah, yeah I
0: think that's just a design choice of it being a seventy sitcom.
2: Maybe um but yeah i think those are like the two options either he's just a citizen with the same sort of memory loss or he is somewhat under somewhat colluding with agnes
0: yeah i don't know i i don't, I don't think herb's in on it as right now, yeah it's, it's likely. It. um like yeah he could be mephisto i don't think that's true though i don't i don't think so uh, we get the wonderful reveal the second time we
2: see a pendant in this episode uh, with, that Monica's wearing. She's wearing a sword pendant, and right. we get the line from Wanda. Um, what is that? Like, why are you wearing that? Um, <laughs> and then a, a fantastic turn of events where uh, Wanda flung Monica, Geraldine, out of the out of the bubble, uh, which I think is really important. Because if you noticed, she's still wearing the same clothes that she had in
0: Inside the bubble. The bubble.
2: Yeah. Meaning that either she went in there with with time-appropriate clothing, <laughs> which I think is not true because right. she was in there in the previous decade. Right. Meaning she didn't go in there prepared with 70s clothing. So that meant that Wanda's reality powers gave her that clothing and she kept them outside the bubble, which I think is right. how Vision's probably going to be alive by the end of this.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I dig that. Um, I mean, that's just proof that like what she
2: creates inside hey, the bubble hey, once you, it leaves it's still around.
1: Does this mean he'll have the mind stone too?
0: No. Ooh. <laughs> Cuz yeah. he
1: has it currently.
0: So, in the comics,
2: physically, you cannot have more than one mind stone per universe
0: of its of type. You can't have Although you also can't take it out of the universe which you, yes, is potentially done in a game. Yeah so Although i think to get to get out of that I don't it, know. There, there is precedence in the comics of vision existing without the mind stone and we kind of got that line oh. in in uh so i think it could anymore. go that route but yeah i don't know uh
2: not quite sure about that
0: that kind of results <laughs> in a whole evil vision story but uh <laughs> I really
2: tried to, <laughs> to to read the the signs on the Westview sign. Zoom in and, and check those out. All the
0: extra things. Uh,
2: yeah, there's two of them that I could check out. There's one that, which is the uh, the neighborhood watch uh, on mm-hmm. the far right, and has the, and yeah. it's a big symbol of an eye. So I don't I know if that is. Yeah. Are like, they being moto, watched? Doctor maybe. I maybe, maybe. They're
0: being watched.
2: Uh, and then I don't I don't remember what it is now, but the middle the middle one you could also make out. Um,
0: i don't know yeah uh so this next episode um do you think oh go ahead go ahead the
2: last thing i want to say uh is the name of the song that was played at the end of the episode right is daydream believer by the monkeys yeah i think that's kind of cool uh
0: so agent woo is somewhere out there um Played by Randall Park, saying "Wanda, Wanda, who's doing this to you?" I mean um, that whole from the trailer, that whole scene where he and, and some
2: other people, other people are rushing down the field. That's probably going to be the opening of the next episode.
0: That's what I'm thinking. So, so do we think that what I said about him? Because the last time we saw him, which was Ant-Man and the Wasp, he's an FBI agent. Do we think that? At Tony's funeral, you you know how uh, Nick Fury and Spider-Man have that conversation where, where they're like, we're both at Tony's funeral. Why didn't you say something? And he was like, that wasn't the right time. <laughs> like it was a funeral. <laughs> but do you think actually. At the he was wheeling a deal. <laughs> Nick Fury was like. Hey, does do any of you guys know people that would be interested in this sword organization? I'm planning on getting started, and then and, and like, oh yeah, you know. I,
2: I
1: know. I, um,
0: I, I know Agent Wu is pretty dissatisfied with his his role, his recognition at the FBI. <laughs> and So, <laughs> and so Nick Fury calls up Agent Wu, and we get the okay, go back to Endgame,
2: go back to the the funeral scene, <laughs> and we get the we get Happy and and Morgan on the thing, you know. Your dad liked uh, cheese, cheeseburgers, or whatnot, and then it just like pans. And Nick Fury's over there, like, "Hey, uh, anyone interested in
0: <laughs> joining Sword?" Remember, he tried to get all the Avengers to join Shield at the beginning. That that was the beginning to make to not make the necessarily the Avengers, but to make the Avengers Shield agents. Um, to bring them fully into Shield. Um, and so he's definitely heavy on the recruitment. Um, Now he sees the benefit of superheroes being separate from the intelligence agency. (laughs) Um, But especially when shield gets taken over by Hydra. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: But yeah, I I, got to imagine that agent wu that's something like that happened in, in the past few months to get, to make agent Wu a sword agent.
2: This is his first big assignment.
0: (laughs) Right. It could be. Um, but he's clearly pretty high up because I imagine he'll actually be like in charge of this operation. That's what I'm thinking. Big connection here. Darcy's it, in charge of the operation.
2: Darcy's in charge. Uh, I mean, she could probably talk her way
0: into this place.
2: Yeah, she could probably do that. Maybe. Um, I think so. I believe in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Like Agent Wu is like fascinated with um, magic. Scotland's magic right uh and now he gets to deal with like actual magic
0: yeah what a nightmare (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh that'll be interesting um i wonder if darcy will be in this next episode also
2: i'm excited man i've missed darcy in the mcu i know probably most people haven't (laughs) but but i'm
0: glad to have her back do you think she'll be a sword agent
2: if it means we get more from the mcu sure
0: uh, I, I think she'll be a sword agent because otherwise it feels kind of random to she's, draw she's her. In. Uh unless she's just from New Jersey, which could be. I don't think uh, so. Just but. drives through the town on accident. <laughs> how'd you how'd you get in? What do you mean? <laughs> get in? What do you there, there's no gate? No. <laughs> it's drove. Um, yeah, I I don't know. That'll all be interesting. Um, I'm kind of hoping we get some sort of uh What's the word? Not conclusion, but uh, sure, whatever. Uh, some sort of closure. That's the word I'm thinking. Some sort of closure on what happened to the beekeeper and what happened to uh, Mister Hart. Mister
2: Hart. That's what I was just saying. I, I wonder <laughs> if we'll like see him in the like, recovery tent or something. Like
0: uh, I, I'm really hoping that next episode they like wheel Monica into an interrogation room um, just to be debriefed. And then, but as they're wheeling really so her a second one, they re- roll her past Mister Hart, past the beekeeper, because they were also thrown out of the bubble, maybe, or maybe they're dead. I don't know. Uh, I'm also expecting like episode seven, someone to just open a closet door and find Mister Hart's dead body. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so, what
1: ahead. do we know about Mister Hart right now?
0: All that we know is he no. choked on sausage, and Vision reached into his throat, pulled the sausage out, and we, we haven't have seen, seen him again.
1: But he did really well;
0: he got promoted. <laughs> well, Mr. Hart promoted him. Yeah. Well, yeah. my thought
2: is because we we didn't see him in episode two, sitting at like the the magic talent show, which his wife Mrs. Hart was there. Um, so you'd think that he would show up. Um, my thought is he like choking in vision stadium he knew exactly what, ha- what happened when vision reached into his throat and pulled out like he he wouldn't miss it and either that or he potentially could know something and one is not taking any chances she just wants to fit in and, and live a normal life I don't think so- it's because
0: it's like <laughs> could you imagine being so coherent while you're choking that you, you know that the person reached their hand something so irrational um I mean, I mean maybe, maybe, maybe he
2: doesn't. Maybe he didn't. However, I don't think Wanda is going to take that choice.
0: I was thinking it was just his pushing maybe. of his line of questioning, maybe, um, which is a little bit similar to like Monica bringing up Ultron, and yeah. it's not quite such an active role
2: okay. of a thing.
0: Um, so, so I thought it was on a similar level, and so maybe require um, not requires, but results similarly of being thrown out of the bubble so uh, i have but then that means monica didn't if, if that's true if i'm saying the beekeeper was also thrown out of the bubble and mr hart were thrown out of the bubble i guess that means this is not how monica got her powers maybe uh but we don't know we don't know
2: i have a i've added to my list of theories for this and all i think and one of them was just confirmed not a big theory but one of them was just confirmed that geraldine is it is monica rambeau who's going to try and get close to wanda and gets thrown out of the simulation boom happened right um but yeah, I have I a feeling it. that <laughs> I, yeah, but just want to put it down. <laughs> um I think the show will I think that this show is not gonna have a happy ending. And uh, but I think anyway that is that. that Wanda is not gonna be in a good place when the show ends, and I think potentially she could be the villain or a villain of Doctor Strange 2, which I think is gonna follow more of the House of M storyline.
0: I don't know how true that is because Either way, it's still really hard to do the House of M storyline, which is culminates in the No More Mutants line, where Wanda I, kills like ninety percent of the mutants in the world.
2: Since even since mutants aren't even a thing, I don't feel like it <laughs> was ever going to go down the No More Mutants route.
0: But that's why I feel like it's so hard to like fully lean into the House of M storyline yet. But that's but but okay.
2: Yes. However. Every single movie so far is like the directors are picking and choosing certain things out of different storylines to use, sure. and I feel like they're gonna draw some. Like they're not gonna. This is not Doctor Strange to House of M, but I feel like they're gonna pick and choose certain aspects of that. Story. I
0: mean, the Multiverse of Madness has two M's in it, so it does.
2: It does, um, and I mean, we already got the, we already got the wine
0: bottle, which is. Uh, I don't think she's going to be the villain of it. I think there's a possibility that dr strange will see her like going down a bad path and is like hey why don't you spend some time with me you you don't need to be alone right now just come with me on my journey wh- whatever nightmare is doing or whoever villain is more i'm a great
2: neurosurgeon
0: i can fix your brain right, right good <laughs> right Let, let's fix it from a therapy perspective before we <laughs> i'm just gonna cut right in there but that's kind of the stuff that makes me think like the the not so happy ending could just be um uh her children dying and it her also, it could also be vision not coming back. she loses him again, jeez, um, which I think is actually somewhat likely um yeah. but that causes like more story crafting to get vision back actually. Um, yes. <laughs> which is fine. I mean, superhero comics are known to do that. Uh, and I mean, the multiverse makes it very easy to pluck people. Then the other thing, um, I, I mean, this thing, cause it's like, I, I don't know if Wanda would be the villain of Dr. Strange too, but at the same time, I'm kind of saying, I guess I didn't know she was going to be in Dr. Strange too. Mhm. I, I really thought she would be the villain of Avengers five. I, I really oh, thought okay. that would, would have been a good choice. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. I, I don't know if there's enough evidence to support that. Cause it almost feels like she's turning evil too fast. <laughs> like, um, but it's like at the same time, the, the stuff that you're talking about with Dr. Strange two and the stuff that I was talking about with Avengers five, she's potentially already in that state. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it could end worse than she currently is.
2: I mean, right now, though, she's uh, not uh, malicious in any
0: way. Right. It's all it's all self-oriented. Right. Yeah, not- uh, and I guess
2: the first time we see a hint of that would be the end of this episode when she flings <laughs> right. Monica out because we get that like sh- the that deadpan line of, oh, she had to rush home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that might be the first instance. So I I think she's in the the most roughly the mental state to to be a villain. However, she hasn't quite crossed over yet. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I just maybe, maybe maybe you're right. Maybe you're onto something. Could be. Could be I don't, could I don't be. know if I totally feel it yet. Maybe after next week's episode, <laughs> I'll be on board. Um, but so we still think Mephisto's showing up. There's <laughs> there's more and more evidence for it we're three episodes Uh, into a nine episode show and there's been nonstop devil references. Evan Peters still has to show up at some point. He, I was looking at IMDb. He's not on the list. Now IMDb is not the end all be all. They have gotten things wrong before. IMDb is made. It is filled out by people like you and me. Uh, (laughs) for the most part. Uh, and so it doesn't have to be the end all be all, but Evan Peters is not anywhere on the cast. Uh, yep. So, so we'll see. We'll see. They, I do agree that he'll show up. You know, something I was thinking about that could be true. And it, this goes into like Marvel changing characters and whatnot. So it's like, oh, Agnes isn't Agatha Harkness. What if Agnes pulled that in writing the Agnes character, they pulled some things from Agatha Harkness, but maybe she's also actually Mephisto. So she's kind of playing both roles. I think that's a little simple, but it's interesting. She
2: she (laughs) clearly wants to keep Wanda complacent right now. She doesn't want to draw attention. She doesn't want vision finding out. She doesn't want other people to break this facade for some reason. And I I think we're onto something with it being her husband because we've gotten references she every keeps single
0: time talking about Ralph and we've never seen him. And we've never seen him.
2: I think that's big. Um and yeah, like she clearly wants something out of her. So I think this is she's going I, th- I she's she wants something out of this. She's going to be fighting to keep the simulation going until she get what she wants.
0: Right. So and I and I think that's where this really starts picking up. Because as of right now, this doesn't totally feel like a show that would have like doesn't necessarily feel like a superhero thing that would have this crazy big action climax. But if we start to have these heads budding between Agnes really wanting this uh the bubble to stay up and maybe visions really pushing for Wanda to acknowledge reality and actually start the grieving process rather than postponing it um we can really start to see heads budding between it um I, i think what lends a little bit of credence towards mephisto being a separate character is that it continues kind of the uh not theme themes the wrong word but uh just the parallelism between these like husband and wife relationships in the show and so you have wanda and vision now even if agn even if Mephisto Ralph isn't Mephisto it's just a separate character you have this female antagonist and this male antagonist against this female protagonist and male protagonist um and so it could be that but again wanda's powerful enough for pretty much everyone so uh doesn't have to be that
2: i mean if we wanted to go down the route the route that ralph is mephisto uh you could say that for some reason he's already in a weakened form i mean we saw the birth of billy and tommy so if that is true to comic form if parts of mephisto's soul are inside of them then he's clearly not up to full full power yeah and so that this could be agatha harkness or agnes but however you wanted to say it um trying to get trying to
0: restore mephisto mephisto so
2: like at the end of this we might see mephisto be full at full power and then potentially we could see we could see dr strange too how very ghostbusters
0: two of you (laughs) we could
2: see we could see wanda working with dr strange to but
0: but that that means the show wouldn't have like I don't want to say a definitive conclusion. Cause obviously we know her story will continue in Dr. Strange too, but some level of acceptance of a conclusion. Right. I mean, and, that, I don't, I don't know if they do that. I think there was the a five second be,
2: theory, man. <laughs>
0: I, I think there will be some level of a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying it'll be the tightest bow that we can't pull from this box again. Um, and maybe it will be the, the jumping off point for Dr. Strange too. I think that's likely but taylor i'm curious what your thoughts are on this specifically because
2: you don't quite know as much about like the source theory about these characters as us so maybe a fresh perspective might have some sort of like different theories than yeah
0: where where are you seeing this show going
2: <sighs>
0: a big thing i think
1: your right? <laughs> i think y'all's predictions are probably more accurate because of you know, knowing about source material and everything. Sure. So you we probably have more. It.
0: They also know we know the source material. So they could, they could, they're like,
2: we're, we're believing that this show is going to go down a certain route because we believe this already about the characters. However, right. with that in mind, they could take it in a different direction and therefore your opinion specifically
0: might be... to shock us. Yeah.
2: Right.
1: So like, I guess the way to look at it is like, how different was the Thano, the Thanos series or Chronicles in, Comics different from like Very, the movie. Quite a
0: bit. Very different. Quite a bit.
1: So I would say like Garden
0: is the same. <laughs> okay. The um, fact that he becomes a farmer at the end is the same.
1: Okay. Yep. I would say I definitely see um. I mean for some reason I just don't see Wanda being forced to do what she's doing right now. I feel like it's definitely self inflicted. Yes. So but right. the mo- I mean there's nine episodes so we're on episode three like maybe by s- episode four or five we'll start getting more information about like why is this construct being created like is she I mean she's obviously the perpetrator of its existence but like is she being coerced into it? Does she have right. reasoning That's to question. be coerced into it? Um and I think that kind of dictates where I think like the resolution might be. Part of me thinks maybe I don't know, I think it's gotta be something bigger than she's just like detached from reality, and she doesn't wanna accept what's going on
0: um so, but does it have to be bigger than that? I mean, she lost her boyfriend, her husband, I don't know <laughs> uh they're married now, she lost the love of her life, she lost her brother she yeah. lost a lot of friends and family <laughs> um she lost her um, parents way back when she yeah surrogate father of Strucker.
1: <laughs> i feel like it's just got to be a little bit bigger like i think we're going to learn more about like why shield is there i think like why shield specifically sword, i think yeah. this is like the first i mean yeah sword i think this is isn't this like like we we're talking about the first instance of them actually like doing something directly with yeah. the universe yeah so I feel like they're going to try to paint that as much as they can like to explain like, okay, this is the function and role of sword and this is what they're dealing with and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it's almost like, yeah, Vision is really good because we get to follow more um, Wanda and Vision story, but it's also a means of introducing sword on the level of which they want us to understand it so we can prepare for probably future movies and stuff
0: yeah um, that's that's a pretty good idea i mean we saw that in iron man one all the way back then with shield phil colson is there and several shield agents actually help pepper Potts in that yep. movie a lot of them die but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> they
2: very good shield agents yeah so yeah
1: i mean i don't know i don't know if i can make any predictions about how the show is going to re- Resolve. yeah i i don't i really just don't have an idea i'm more curious about the more immediate things happening like you know what are we going to see with sword because i definitely think that's we're going to get more information on that um, i think you're on something with that immediately and maybe maybe that's kind of the main focus of the end of this show is going to be like where does sword fall into the universe and what is wanda up to now can now that you know this has been addressed and like you know what details came from that like was there coercion and co cohesion involved and was there um you know any lasting effect on this area and uh how does this affect wanda and her perspective of reality um so yeah
0: yeah i think i think that's uh pretty solid um i like that uh, quite a bit i like what you talked about with with them using the division
2: to show us sword because this is give this is going to give us like with with sword as an outside force here trying to contain this this is the introduction this is us uh, showing us their capabilities them showing us sword's capabilities what their what their goal is and this is Being able to do this within within the show is not taking up time that they would have to do this in a movie. So, like, by the time we get to movies where it shows up, we already know what they're up to. We know we know who they are. We know their capabilities. We don't need that whole introduction sequence.
0: That's Mm -hmm. a good point, especially because they're and they go for go for.
2: I say, and I think from from a business standpoint, this is good because it's really going to make people start to want to watch blocking these shows. Because if you start getting content that you build off of in the movies, you'll be like, well, I guess now I got to go watch the TV show.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and, and that kind of goes into uh, what I was about to say. That So we know that the Nick Fury show is titled Secret Invasion, which is a huge Skrull storyline. Mm-hmm. The Skrulls work with S.W.O.R.D. currently. This is basically um, a S.W.O.R.D. show. Uh, and they even said that Ben Mendelsohn uh, will be in the Secret Invasion show. Cool. Um, the other thing that we know is that Captain Marvel 2 uh, is supposed to be a big event movie. They, they Previously, they had talked about it. Now, maybe this has changed, but previously they had talked about it. They said it will feel similarly to Captain America's Civil War. It will have that level of stakes. So that's a big, like Avengers-level movie. So if we think Secret Invasion is linked to uh, Captain Marvel two, then us being introduced to Sword here, there's not too many other shows that I really think Sword will have a huge presence. (laughs) Um, Or Moon Knight impact in Moon Knight? (laughs) No, I do not, Um, and I don't think in She Hulk either. Uh, maybe Miss Marvel because you have the Captain Marvel connection. Um, but I think that might be the extent of it—is the Captain Marvel connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with with these things with Captain Marvel, Sword revolving each other constantly. Right. Um, I I think you make an excellent point. Us being introduced to Sword here, more so than just the little bit we get in Spider Man Far From Home. This is really the first look we're seeing of this organization. So much so that, like, in two years, we're about to see some crazy event, secret invasion happen with the Sword Organization. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of it, it, now it wasn't two years, but like, if you look at uh Captain America: The Winter Soldier, that that that's only the eighth movie. That's only the eighth MCU movie. They introduced Shield in the first eight movies. Later, Shield doesn't exist anymore. They tear it down. They introduce Sword and in Spider-Man: Far From Home. Eight movies later is almost Captain Marvel two. <laughs> so I'm not saying they tear Sword down because I don't think they do that exactly the same. But I do think there'll that I, I mean I don't think I I think the Secret Evasion storyline tied in with the Captain Marvel two storyline will be the, a huge tester for Sword. Um, okay. That and maybe we wouldn't care so much if we didn't get sword in a show like this, so that it's it's in our minds so early. Like imagine being introduced to sword the day it gets torn down. <laughs> like that's right. the reason right. why shield being torn down is so impactful is because we were introduced to it eight movies ago. Um, so yeah. could could all have to do with something like that? MCU going forward, trucking along, all good things. Um I think we're probably going to wrap it up here. We Normally this thing's only about an hour long, but uh, we started late, so why not go a little longer? <laughs> uh, that's how that works, right? Uh, otherwise, next week we will be doing episode four of WandaVision, and we'll find out if we're still thinking the right path, if we've changed our thoughts and theories. Uh, what are your thoughts and theories, viewer, listener, Go ahead and like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts Spotify. You can also find us live on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision, where we will normally be doing our WandaVision reviews at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we also have a Wednesday show where this week we are reviewing uh Matrix Revolutions, the least popular of the Matrix movies. Uh on and I think Wednesday. that's defended. <laughs> <laughs> and uh That will be live uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. Um, Otherwise, if you miss us live, you can always catch the podcast or the old video on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision. Otherwise, thanks everybody for listening to us. Um, Go ahead and join us at any time. Join your thoughts and theories about WandaVision. We love talking about this. That's why we're doing it. Uh, Ian Rismondo, Taylor Wilson, You'll be here Wednesday, I imagine. Yes. Otherwise, I'm Joshua Troop. This is unanimous indecision. Catch you next time.